Good morning. My name is Stephanie Gilson. I'm currently a, uh, a senior at Chatham High School, and next year I will be attending Wheaton College in Illinois. Um, so the verses that I'm going to talk to you about today are Matthew 5, 10 through 12, so I'm just going to read through those again. Um, it says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So the word persecute is used a lot in this passage. Um, and when you think about it, persecute is a really strong word. Um, in Jesus' time, and still in many parts of the world today, um, being persecuted could mean dying for your faith. But it doesn't have to look like that. Um, and in our lives, it more likely looks like being mocked for your religion, um, or maybe not being invited certain places because of your faith. Um, that's because the world that we live in teaches us that we want to fit in, and that we want to be just like everyone else. Um, I think that's almost a human instinct. Um, but the Bible actually tells us to do the exact opposite. Jesus calls us to be salt and light of this earth. Um, and if we're living each day trying to fit in with our peers, yes, you might not be persecuted or made fun of for your beliefs, but you also won't be living a life that's completely honoring to God. Um, but overall, the, mes the message of this passage is a positive one. So while Jesus talks about being persecuted as a Christian, he also talks about the great rewards that we will get in return for our persecution, which is indicative of our faith in um, Jesus Christ. So each of these verses talks about our great reward in heaven. And at the end of the day, I think it's important that we remember that the gifts that we get from Jesus are going to be far greater than any gifts that we get from the world. Um, and the Bible actually tells us the same message in 2 Corinthians 4.17, which says, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Um, and while thinking about this, I think it's important that we realize that being persecuted and having joy are not opposites, um, but they're actually ideas that go hand in hand. So when we're persecuted because of our faith, that means that we are clearly living a life for Christ. Um, and that even though we might not seem successful in the world's eyes, we are being successful in God's eyes. And when we're successful in God's eyes, we are filled with his peace and joy. Um, and you're going to go through highs in life when it's really easy to um, rejoice in everything that God has done for you. And then you'll go through lows in life when you feel like the last thing that you want to do is worship Christ. Um, and there's one part of my school that the students all call the vortex. Um, and this area is called the Vortex because it's where four major hallways in my school all come together to meet at one point. So you can imagine how hectic it gets in the Vortex when hundreds of kids are all filing through this one small space, um, all trying to go different directions. Um, and I say this because sometimes I feel like my life is the Vortex. Um, and I'm being bombarded with so many different things all at once. Um, and it's just so chaotic and overwhelming. Um, and when we're going through these chaotic times in our life, when it's hard to find joy and it's just overwhelming, um, it's vital that we rely on God's strength as our anchor. Um, and I say this, but I also realize that that's a hard thing to do. Um, and it's hard to do in the face of persecution and just in our day-to-day -day lives in general. Um, but at the same time, I think it's important to realize that happiness and joy are not the same thing. Happiness comes from external things, like maybe getting a good grade on a test or getting a promotion at work. Um, but joy comes from an internal place, um, and it comes from using God as your anchor. Um, joy is an internal peace, pleasure, and delight. 
So it's possible to be angry or saddened by things that are going on in your life, yet still feel this internal joy from Jesus. Um, but the real question is, how do we get to this place of internal joy? Um, and there's no perfect equation or formula to find this joy, but becoming these eight B attitudes is a really great start. So in this whole passage, Jesus calls us to be poor in spirit, to mourn, to be meek, to hunger, and to thirst for righteousness, to be merciful and to be pure in heart, to be peacemakers, and to be persecuted. And Jesus calls us to be each of these beatitudes because they make us look more like him. Um, and when we look like Jesus, you will feel full and you will feel this sense of internal joy. Um, and if you're having trouble becoming each of these entities, because it's going to be hard because none of us are perfect, um, I encourage you to pray about it because Jesus will answer your prayers in a way that you never um, expected and will completely change your life. Um, so with that being said, would you all please bow your heads in prayer with me? God, I just thank you for this day. Um, and I thank you that you are sovereign and that you reign over every aspect of our lives, Lord. Um, and I thank you that each day you call us to grow closer to you and to learn more about you. And I pray that this week that you would help us transform our lives to look more like you, God. Um, and I, help you, I pray that you would help us to find our inner joy and to find peace with our souls and look more and more like you. In your name, amen.